What type of investor are you? We can help you find out. If you're looking for a fun and fast way to jumpstart your investment journey, we have just a thing. Take the What's Your Investment Secret Sauce quiz. Within a few short minutes, you can learn what it is that makes you different from other investors, pointing you in the direction of your dreams and goals. Who knows? This might be the first step of what could be an incredible, life-changing journey. Take the quiz by going to kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. Again, it's kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. Growing up, most of us were taught that banks are safe institutions to store our money and watch it grow. But in reality and through life experiences, it became evident that banking institutions were not helping us get back on our feet. Hey, I'm Palmy. And I'm Nancy. And together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. Nine years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the 9 to 5. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. Should I withdraw cash from the bank? Well, Stan from South Park seems to think so. You see, most people are optimistic about the bank and believe banks are the safest place to store your cash. What we have learned is actually quite the opposite, right? And yes, while your cash may deem, quote unquote, somewhat safe in the bank and the federal governments via the FDIC insured deposits in most institutions up to $250,000, there is a problem with this insurance. It's surprising and it's weird, so let's explain why. One of the things we have learned from our research is that the FDIC currently has far less money in its fund than its insured deposits. As of September 1st, there is about $41 billion in reserve against $6 trillion in insured deposits. By the way, to put things in context, there's over $9 trillion in deposits at U.S. banks. So more than $3 trillion of that is completely uninsured. Here's another truth. Your cash in the banks earn less than 1%. Over the 12 months for the period ending June 2022, the consumer price index for all urban consumer increased 9.1%. That means your cash in a bank is actually robbing you blind. We aren't here to tell you that banks are all bad, but inflation like the iconic battle scene in the video game Street Fighter where Ken and Ryu sends out fireball at each other, the one who sends out the biggest fireball wins, right? And yes, we grew up playing Street Fighter. Right, you con, right? Here's one of our favorite clips about storing your cash in the bank from one of our favorite shows, South Park. How can I help you, young man? I got a $100 check from my grandma, and my dad said I need to put it in the bank so it can grow over the years. Well, that's fantastic. A really smart decision, young man. We can put that check in a money market mutual fund. Then we'll reinvest the earnings into foreign currency accounts with compounding interest, and it's gone. Uh, what? It's gone. It's all gone. What's all gone? The money in your account. It didn't do too well. It's gone. What do you mean? I, I have $100. Not anymore, you don't. Poof. Well, well, what can I do to get back I'm my- I'm sorry, sir, but this line is for bank members only. I just opened an account. Do you have any money invested with this bank? No, you just lost it all. Then please stand aside for people who actually have money with us. Next, please. Hey! Hello, Mrs. Farnickel. How are you today? Making a deposit, are we? Great. We can just put that into your retirement account and make it go to work for you, and it's gone. What? 
Sorry, yeah, that's gone. Please step aside for people who actually have money with the bank. Next, please. Dad! Hey, I'm trying to teach my son the importance of savings. You already lost his money? Oh, Mr. Marsh, d don't worry. We can just transfer money from your account into a portfolio with your son, and it's gone! This line is for people who have money with the bank only. Please step aside. For us, this hilarious South Park episode truly epitomizes the saver mindset. It isn't enough for us to earn more than you spend. The next most important step is to making sure that you don't let what happened to Stan, Mrs. Farnenko, and Randy stands that happened to you. For the longest time, we have been told that, hey, depositing cash in the bank is the safest option when it comes to securing and growing your long-term wealth. Keeping your cash in the banks means you can, you know, have access to it, at any time you want, right? But it also means you have a lot of money sitting in one place, depreciating in value, thanks to our little friend, inflation. You see, the banks is in the business of cash flow. The banks make money from lending out your money. So when they say, hey, it takes money to make money, what they actually mean is it takes your, your money, money. <laughs> to make them money. Yes, as you might remember this, we already made a whole episode about how growing up, most of us were taught that banks are safe institutions to store our money and watch it grow. But in reality and through life experiences, it became evident that banking institutions were not helping us get back on our feet. We went ahead and put the link to the show in the description if you haven't had a chance to tune into that episode quite yet. With the Great Recession not too far in the rear mirror, you may be wondering, okay, I remember institutions failing. What if that happens again? While rare, it does happen, right? Doesn't the banks went bankrupt during the Great Recession? Yikes, if that's not scary enough, according to FDIC data between 2008 and 2015, more than 500 banks failed. You may recall scenes of people lining up outside of their banks demanding their money. Guys, keep in mind that banks keep only a percentage of deposit on hand at any time and lend out the rest of it in form of credit, right? The process known as fractional reserve banking. If everyone demand full deposit at the same time, guess what? The bank will not be able to cover it. You might have heard of this referred to as a bank run. In the famous scene of a bank run in the movie It's a Wonderful Life, George Bank tries to avoid the inevitable of having people left behind when the bank's cash runs out or when the bank runs out of its cash. Yeah, bank runs were a big problem during the Great Depressions and many people lost their saving due to bank failures. That's so sad. And that's not that long ago or it's not that af long after that that the Federal Deposit Insurance Corp or FDIC was formed to make sure that no bank customer loses insured money due to bank runs or other institutional insolvency. Great, so that's good news, right? Your money is protected as long as your bank is federally insured, FDIC. Yes and no. Let's learn more a little bit more about the FDIC. Basically, it's an independent agency created by Congress in 1933 in response to the many banks that failed during the Great Depression, as Nan has mentioned. The idea was and still is to instill public confidence in the banking system by insuring the consumer's deposits. Today, that means that all FDIC-insured deposits accounts are protected to at least $250,000 per depositor across all types of, across various types of accounts. Um, the good news here is since the creation of FDIC, not one cent of insured deposit has been lost. But of course, not all banks are insured by default. So it's important to ask your bank. On the flip side, the FDIC's insurance coverage is not unlimited. While the FDIC standard coverage is limited to $250,000 per institution per ownership category, you can avoid the $250,000 limit by opening accounts under a different ownership category. Yes, so for example, if you keep 
$500,000 in a mix of saving and checking accounts in your own name, you know, at the same bank, you could lose $250,000 if the banks fail. If you move half of that balance to a saving that you held jointly with your spouse, you won't lose a dime. Now, let's talk about some of the things that the FDIC does cover. Saving accounts, checking accounts, money market deposit accounts, MMDA, cashier's checks, money orders, and other official items issued by the bank, not negotiable order of withdrawals and OW accounts, time deposits such as certificates of deposits or CDs. That's encouraging, Palm. But to be aware that FDIC do not cover mutual funds, life insurance policies, stock investment, bond investment, safe deposit or debt contents, annuities, municipal securities. If something happens, how long will it take before I get my money back? Believe it or not, even federally insured banks can fail. And when that happens, the FDIC will step in to sell the deposits from the failed institutions to a solvent one. If the sale is successful, the customer's account will simply be transferred. If the sale can't be made, customer from the failed institution will receive checks from the FDIC for the insured balance of their deposit, right? And usually maybe it could take a couple days or even months depending on, you know, the circumstances. So should I cash out from my bank right now and withdraw my money? We can't tell you the answer to that because it's really personal. While storing cash under your mattress is also not advisable by the, uh, from the kitty sister. Don't do I that. mean, you know, due to inflation, burglary, and or fire scenarios, we highly recommend you to consult your trusted professional teams as each individual's situation is different. And of course, our investment have some form of, you know, risk. Yeah, but if you listen to Stan from South Park, he probably would absolutely say not. <laughs> now, I want to remind you of one of our favorite quotes from Robert Kiyosaki, who stated that if, if you don't know how to care about your money, money will stay away from you. And there's a lot of people who simply are either uneducated or don't care. You know what, Palm? I love that quote. And now that we talk about some of the bad things that can happen, let's take a look at some solutions and, of course, alternative places to take care of your money. Okay, so the first solution that is widely talked about yet often misunderstood, and we're talking about here about real estate. In disquieting time for banks and the stock market, the allure of real estate investments can be strong, right? Particularly in our favorite asset class, multifamily apartments. Done right, real estate can have a huge financial upside, while multifamily sector is definitely not 100% immune from uncertainty brought on by things like the COVID-19 pandemic. We can study past recessions and understand what lies ahead. Data from prior recessions show that the multifamily sectors consistently outperform other real estate asset classes, according to 2019 report by CBRE in both 2001 recession and 2008 to 2009 recession. Multifamily rental rates exceed those in office, industrial sectors, and all major property sectors, including office, industrials, and retails. And of course, the performance was consistent during the global pandemic as well. A commonly known doomsday scenario is one in which financial markets cease to function. Yet gold, silver, and other precious metals will continue to retain their value, if not actually appreciate. Precious metals have historically provided a low or negative correlations to other asset class like stocks and bond, which is to say, when those investments go south, metals are unlikely to fall at least very far, right? And may even increase in value. 
keep in mind that the likelihood of having to return to like a barter system with physical goods is less likely, but it still makes sense to hold a certain percentage of your asset in this form. Another category of tangible assets encompass luxury assets such as fine art, cars, watches, diamond, and other jewelries, basically anything that's qualified as collectibles. These objects can be touched and seen compared to the bank account statement that could take time to collect if the financial institution that housed it ceased to exist. But watch out, pun intended, luxury investments are hardly a sure bet. While data on the historical returns are elusive, they are generally thought to have a lag stock market returns. While having periods of rapid appreciation due to either strong financial market or a period of popularity, which increases the underlying demand and resulting pricing. Finally, buying a business can ensure a return on your investment. That, of course, if the enterprise generate profit. In very bad time, we understand business suffer as well. But in the world of investing, nothing is ever certain. That's it for today. Thanks for sticking us and tuning in all the way to the end. Guys, if you like this and are interested in our favorite asset class, multifamily apartments, we hope you check out the Kitty Freedom Club. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast.